Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to another episode. So always so, so happy to have you join me. Today, I'm talking about how I was starving myself and not losing any weight. <laughs> okay, I'm being dramatic. I was not starving myself. But I want you to ta- I want to take you through this little um the experience that I had when I first started tracking macros. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I've always been a really clean eater. I just enjoy eating really clean. I don't eat out that often and um it's also partly to do with the way I was raised and so my mom always had a garden and always made us our meals and so I was pretty lucky that way, although I didn't feel that way when I was younger. <laughs> but anyway, so eating clean is not is not hard for me. And so really through my 30s, my mid 30s into even the start of my 40s, that's all I had to do was like eat clean, make sure I was kind of eating somewhat of balanced meals. And, um, and I was good to go. And I followed the primal and paleo diet. Um, I always say diet ish, because I absolutely love the primal health um protocol and their way of looking at things it's a little less strict than paleo um but basically the whole both of them are really about eating as kind of close to um nature as we can like really clean meats eating getting your fruits and veggies in um they don't they eliminate legumes and grains which for me was no problem because i didn't really love legumes and i'd eat them occasionally and that's what i what i like about the primal diet is that Mark Sisson, who created that kind of plan based off of the paleo, he's a little more flexible in things. And he's like, yeah, you got to live. He's like, I went to Greece and I had croissants. Like, (laughs) you know, it's just like, but in your day-to-day life, most of the time, what are you doing? And so I always liked that approach. And so that worked really well for me until I hit my mid forties. And I was like, you know, obviously I'd also gone through a really difficult time uh, personally and, you know, what hit the world. And so there was like a lot of stress just as there was for many people. And I think as women, you know, we hit like our mid forties and fifties. And how do you get to that stage in life without experiencing a lot of stress? I just think it's, it's part of being female. It's part of just life in general, right? It's not just for women, but just life in general, things, things get complicated. We go through seasons that are challenging. So I was like clean eating and I had put on, I couldn't believe this. I had put on, I want to say 25 or 30 pounds. I don't know exact because I never used to weigh myself. I never owned a scale. Um, I didn't need to. I felt really great in, in my clothes and, and, um, and was happy with that. And I always thought that photos and images were the best form of measurement until one day I saw a photo and someone took me and I was like, that's not me. And I was like, oh, oh, that is me. And I didn't notice (laughs) like and and in many ways, that's good because I really think that we could 
want to be healthier without hating where we're at. But I knew that I was getting fluffier. I knew that I wasn't at my best. And seeing that photo kind of shocked me. But then what shocked me more, I would say even after that photo, I'll never forget. It was like about a month later. Um, I was at my aunt and uncle's for dinner and I stepped on their scale and I couldn't believe it. I was like, it was, it was at least 25 or 30 pounds more than the last time I'd weighed myself, which was a long time ago. But I remember saying to my auntie, are you, is your scale right? Like I honestly thought something was wrong with this scale. So anyway, I just thought, how could this be? Like, how could I have put on this weight when I'm eating clean and I know life was stressful and stress does add a lot and I'd picked up some bad habits. I wasn't moving my body quite as much. I wasn't strength training consistently at all. And so of course, but there was, there had to be more to it because it's not like I got depressed and started eating junk food all the time. I really didn't. I was down for sure because life is hard, but I was like, what is going on? And then entered the world of macros and I was like, what is this macro thing and tracking and this and that? And actually, my friend Monique, who's who's probably probably listening, um, was one that really inspired me to like start tracking and looking at my macros. And because um, she's done it for herself as well as a trainer. And I just I always think that's great when people are trying, you know, practicing what they preach. And I thought, OK, let me give this a go. And you know what? I was stunned. I just could not believe it. For me, for my for my body type, because how you calculate your macros, um, there's a few different calculations that you put in, and it, and it will come up with your calories that you should be eating to like sustain, you know, your activity level that you put in, whether you're whether you exercise a lot or a little or or whatever it is. So you kind of put in these calculations, and then it'll give you your calorie count. So my calorie count was is about 1,700. So sorry about it's just over 1800 without. So if I just keep doing what I'm doing, that's what I should be eating to maintain. And so then to lose, I want to be at a little bit of a deficit, but my deficit is is about 1700. I, when I calculated what I was eating, I just couldn't believe it. I was at about, I was barely at 1200. And I thought, what on earth? I have actually been starving myself without realizing it. 1,200? No wonder my body was holding on to this body fat. Like, no wonder. I'm sure my thyroid was impacted because I've always been pretty low carb. And I was like, oh my goodness. So what was I eating? I was eating healthy. I can tell you exactly what I was eating because I'm kind of a creature of habit. Um, In the mornings, I would have a protein shake. So a whey protein shake with some berries in it. Sometimes I'd put like a scoop of like a, a scoop, like a spoonful of almond butter in it, some cinnamon, that kind of thing. Um, I didn't always put the fat in it. Sometimes I did. And that would be my breakfast. Then I'd have a coffee first thing in the morning. Then I would have a snack, usually like a couple of eggs as a snack or a couple of carrots because carrots are really good actually for um, helping with estrogen. And so I eat raw carrots. I love them. And then lunch would be like, I always had a really good lunch. Like it would be say some salmon or some chicken or some some beef. And then I would have like a vegetable, like uh, steamed broccoli. Once in a while, I would throw in like a few, like those little mini potatoes or like a little bit of a carbohydrate. 
And then dinner, I eat at my mom's a lot just to keep her company and also because who doesn't love a free meal? Amazing. And my mom's a great cook. But often I would just say to her, mom, I'm not hungry. And I wasn't hungry. And so she makes the most amazing soups from veggies from her garden. And so a lot of times I would just have soup. Sometimes she would make me like, like a little bit, like some sort of a meat dish to go with it. But that is not a lot of food. And it's, it felt like a lot of food. And the reason I was never hungry was because of that. It was because my metabolism was not firing up any longer. My body was like, whoa. And you know, that might sound like a lot of food, but when you put it into, when you start um, tracking and you put it into your, into your like app, whatever app you want to use, um, it's pretty, it's not a lot of calories. And as much as I say like, all calories aren't equal. It's true. Like junk food isn't equal to, um, a nutrient dense meal in the sense of what you're getting from it. But in the sense of calories, it is like in order to, um, lose weight, you do want to be in a deficit, but if you are in a deficit for too long, that actually creates a lot of stress on your body and you, your metabolism ends up becoming dysfunctional. And so that's what had happened to me. And then I was drinking coffee first thing in the morning and, um, my adrenals, I'm sure were taking a hit and I was crashing like in the evenings and I was like, Whoa, what is going on? And one day I actually kind of woke up and I was like, I don't feel like coffee anymore, which is weird. Cause if you know me, I'm like, I love my coffee. Just want a cup a day. I did never really abused it. I always had a cup a day of nice organic coffee with a little bit of full fat cream in it. But first thing in the morning, if you're already in a stressed state, your metabolism is already out of whack, then that coffee first thing in the morning is not a good idea. And even though I was having a weight protein shake, it's not, it wasn't enough protein. It wasn't definitely not enough carbohydrate in there. Um, and so it was crazy. And so it's been really interesting. And I want to share that one of the things that I had to introduce into my diet now protein, I've always been pretty okay with, although I did have to step it up a little bit. Um, because you want to be having at least 0.8 grams of protein per, per, um, pound of body weight. So I had to step it up a little bit, but for me, what got to me was the carbohydrates because we have been in this like low carb keto zone for so long. And don't get me wrong. I'm not anti any way of eating. Like I think keto as a therapeutic way of eating is great. I even think carnivore is amazing as a therapeutic. Um, any of those ways of eating are good for a period of time. But what happens, it's, it's like intermittent fasting as women, we take these, these concepts. And then when we apply them as like men, because for men, they do much better on those ways of eating, but also we then do it for too long. Like you can, as a woman, you can fast, but different times of your cycle are better for fasting than others. So that's like a whole other podcast episode. And even in menopause, you simply follow the moon cycle. And there's times where fasting is good during your cycle or during the phases of the moon. And then you want to switch it up because that's how you can regulate your hormones if you don't have, or calculate your hormones once you've gone through menopause is through the cycles of the moon. So it's, it was such an interesting thing. Like, so we do, we just take these things way too extreme. So bringing back carbohydrates, like to this amount, like I'm eating now about 130 grams of total carbohydrates. That takes effort from me. (laughs) Like I have probably been at like lower than 50 carbs for ages, like just naturally, because that's what I thought was 
One, it was the way I like to eat, but I just wasn't hungry. (laughs) And so carbohydrates are really filling and I never really craved them. Um, So that was one thing. The other thing, now that I'm running this group coaching for women, oh my goodness, let me just interrupt this. If you'd like to join my waiting list for the next group coaching, um, send me a message on Instagram at RockoFit or email me at um, info at RockoFit.com. So right now, the group that I'm running, it's just been so amazing. So carbohydrates was a hard one to introduce to some of the women, just like it had been for me. But the other thing was eating breakfast and eating a protein rich breakfast. Whoa. One of the ladies, I love her. She's so funny, but the first day she writes, I ate breakfast this morning and I didn't die, (laughs) but it just goes to show the mentality, like how so many of us have been for so long. So for me, for my breakfast, what I actually had to do was I had to add a second breakfast. Like it just wasn't enough food. So now I have, um, one, one that I do like is I have some yogurt, um, not zero fat at that time. I have a bit of fat in my yogurt and then I'll add some berries to it and maybe like half a banana or something or full banana depends what I put in my smoothie. Um, and it's a high protein yogurt. So it's got about seven, between 17 and 19 grams, depending on the brand that I've chosen for that time. But that has given me like a boost so that my protein is now like at 35 grams in the morning. Now, a lot of ladies, when they first, when I first say this, the first thing they say is I'm not hungry. I'm like, I know, I know you're not hungry, but you have to force yourself a little bit and you don't want to start with 35 grams of protein at your first breakfast, like start off slow, but start to introduce foods. And then when you wake up hungry, you're gonna be like, oh yes, my metabolism is starting to fire up because this is so important. Another thing that happens is when you're really low carbohydrate for so long is it really starts to interfere with thyroid function. So we actually need carbohydrates to convert thyroid in the liver from T4 to T3. This is such an important process, like process that happens. And it's so important for a healthy metabolism. So when we are depriving ourselves of carbohydrates for long periods of time, um, then that becomes a real problem. So Yeah, it's been a journey. And so I wanted to share this experience with you because if you're like, oh my goodness, that's me. I'm doing intermittent fasting all the time and I'm keto or I'm really low carb and I eat really healthy. Why am I not losing weight? What's going on? (laughs) Like, oh my goodness. So if that's you, just know like there is a way back out of it. And in fact, what's really cool is you get to eat food again. You get to eat lots of food. Like for me to now hit my 1700 calories, like it's actually so fun and I don't need to deprive myself of anything. And in fact, the mentality over tracking your macros is just so different because because I'm now strength training three times a week and back into all of that. I think I need these calories in order to build muscle. If you're not getting the calories in, you're not getting that glycogen in for your muscles, they're not going to grow. And so the more the more your muscles grow, the more lean muscle mass you have, the more calories you also get to eat. And you know, if you're like, "Oh my goodness, but I don't want to put on muscle." Yes, you do. <laughs> That's all I want to say is, "Yes, you do." 
muscle is so important for longevity. It's so important for bone health, for everything. Like if you have my mom, I've talked about this a million times, had a fall at 80 years old and came back stronger than ever because she had a lot of muscle. She wasn't your typical um, frail elderly person. And so we do need muscle, but here's the thing. It's harder to put on as we get older and as we hit these different phases of life. So you can work really hard. And someone I heard recently, like you can work really hard in the gym and lift those weights and do your strength training properly. And as a woman at the most, you're going to put on 10 pounds of muscle mass in a year, in a year. And if you're putting on that muscle mass, you're losing body fat. So your body shape is going to change. But even to put on 10 pounds is like, you're doing things the like properly. So it's not something to be fearful. Um, so anyway, I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share that experience with you because I really believe it's time to let go of this crazy kind of starving ourselves without realizing women were just different to men. Like men can do long periods of fasting and they can do really well on one meal a day and all those kind of extreme things. But women can't like maybe for a short period of time. But if you've ever done any of those things and they stop working, that's why it's time to switch it up. And you know what? How beautiful, like how beautiful to think, oh, it's time. It's time to actually nourish my body and be kind. And yes, you could put on muscle and lose the body fat at the same time through being kind to yourself rather than being super restrictive. Okay, my friends, once again, if you'd like to join the waiting list for the next group coaching, um, I don't know, I don't have exact dates for it because I'm planning out my summer, <laughs> but I do plan on running one more before the summer. So if you'd like to be on the wait list, again, just pop me a message at RockoFit or um, on Instagram and just say, please add me to the list and I'll add you to the wait list. And, or if you would like to um, send me an email, do that at info at rockofit.com. All right. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.